Hey, this is Dave from Superior Speak, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 339 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I made it. You sure did. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Mark Ellis-Rakens. Hello. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some nerdy news to discuss, and then we have our review of the newest movie, direct to video on demand, Psycho Goreman. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Markellis Reagans, how are you? I am good. I'm doing all right. Nothing major happened. I've uh, just been... Watching some movies and trying to get caught up, catching up on things that I missed at the end of last year. That uh, I'll be honest, I'm kind of bummed now. We're in 2021, and some of these movies would have made my best of 2020 list had I watched them last year. So uh, I'm just trying to catch up and trying to stay on top of my Star Wars Rebels TV show. All right, Aubrey, what about you? I have... Uh... I had to cover a lot at work this week. Um, a couple of my uh, coworkers were sick. So I I worked all week, and it was the first week back with school. So it was, uh, it was a hectic week. <laughs> I think I clocked out at like 45 hours and um, just very tired. But I got a snow day yesterday, which was nice. So it's always a silver lining. <laughs> well, that's good. That is good to hear. All right. Well, for myself, I've just been working and sleeping, and uh, today it's snowing in western Massachusetts. Uh, it's still snowing right now. It's supposed to snow all night and keep going. And I actually went outside and snowblowed already once today to make sure it's a little easier when I get home at 7 o'clock in the morning tonight, today, this, tomorrow. I don't, when you work third shift, nothing really seems to make sense anymore. Uh, so, yeah, I've already snowblowed once today. Looking forward to doing it again tomorrow, and I'm really tired. And I hate snow and I hate the cold. So here we are. But yet you live in New England. Well, I was born here. I don't really have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you can move. Plus, There's warmer climates. I'm like, moved. Plus I see like, you know, like, oh, it'd be cool to live somewhere where it's warm. And then I see like something like giant spiders invade Australia. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to live anywhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with the snow blowing. It's I don't have giant spiders. South is the place to be. Yeah, but how the South will rise again, right, Aubrey? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, it won't. No. <laughs> no. That's not that's not right at all. Business is booming down here. <laughs> Aubrey, how is the how do the people freak out though with there being a snow day? I mean, that can't be like everything an everyday closes occurrence. down. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, even even just the thought of snow, everything closes down. Um, so it snowed yesterday. 
my work doesn't close down too much, um, but like they won't make me go in. The the owners will go in themselves yep. if they want to open it. Um, so everything shuts down and um, for days too. So it snowed yesterday. Roads are clear by nighttime, and school is closed today. And school is already closed for tomorrow. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so everything closes down very quickly. See, up, up here, we're getting 12 to 18 inches of snow, and my boss is like, you're still coming in, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I joke with everybody that you could be driving sideways, and they, you're still going to work up yep. in Massachusetts. So. <laughs> Some of us don't get to work from home, unfortunately. So, But enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Ellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcasts? All right, so everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. You're going to find some movie reviews occasionally from yours truly. You'll find some Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you will find our merchandise there. We have a new Tee Public store. Click on the Tee Public button. Go to our store. You'll see t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, uh, journals, masks, all types of things with the So Wizard Podcast logo on it. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on our website. Click on the big A, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash so is a podcast, where you can donate and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. We also have a YouTube page, videos going up constantly from Adam Wallyhawk. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. You are you are you are weird alien. You'll be terrible human in my world. <laughs> oh boy! All right, Marcellus, we've got some news to discuss. So drop the drop. Let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up! It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, for this first topic, uh, Joey, you can just putz around on your phone for a few minutes. This is actually for Aubrey and me. Uh, okay. H- HBO Max is developing a TV series set in the world of Harry Potter, something that seemed like a, a no-brainer when once uh, HBO Max and Warner Brothers decide to have their own streaming service. But uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to be doing a Harry Potter TV show, or at least a TV show set in that universe. Uh, so, Aubrey, what do you think about a Harry Potter TV show? And do you want them to retell the books, or would you like a brand new series with new characters? It's really interesting. I I would like a brand new series with other characters, especially like the the um, side characters, more like. Uh, Remus Lupin and uh, Nymphadora and all of them because I think that they're really interesting characters that we don't get to hear much about Mm -hmm. and I think that it would be really cool to do an HBO show with characters like that especially going into the Death Eaters and stuff you could get really 
you could really push the boundaries there on HBO if they did a lot of the Death Eater stuff. So I'm really excited. I think if they do it right, it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to be kind of disappointed if it goes more the route that Fantastic Beasts went. Mm -hmm. I think if they stick with making it watchable for kids and teens, I think it's it's going to be kind of like, oh, this is nice nostalgia-wise, but they have an opportunity on HBO Max to make this very, very interesting and awesome. And I hope that they use that opportunity. Yeah, I think, you know, I can go either way as regarding the uh, what they're going to do. Like a retelling of the books, I think, would be kind of cool because the ending of the last book is so amazing. And the movie version of it is just, eh, it's all right. But also, you know, there are schools all over the world. You know, they can have a school for magic in Chicago. You know know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be dope. I I would watch a TV show about that. So it's still in early development. Nothing has been official yet. But yeah, you know, Warner Brothers is taking taking a look at that IP and like, hey, we got to squeeze some more out of this. Uh, Joey, any thoughts? He asked begrudgingly. No, I I hate Harry Potter. I'm not going to watch this shit. (laughs) Perfect. Um, The... I, I think the American Harry Potter school is in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. Oh, word? It is. It's actually on Mount Greylock. All right. There you go. Me and Aubrey will be recording live from uh, <laughs> Castle <laughs> Berkshires whenever that, whenever that happens. All right. Okay. So uh, speaking of adaptations coming to TV, we talked before about the Sandman TV show. They are actually moving ahead with that, and they started to drop some of the live-action cast. Uh, we got Tom Sturbridge as Dream, Gwendolyn Christie, you might remember from uh, Game of Thrones and uh, Star Wars. She's going to be playing Lucifer. Uh, Boyd Holbrook, who you remember from Logan, he's one of the bad guys in Logan. Uh, he's going to be in there, and uh, Charles Dance from, <laughs> from from your favorite uh, reptile franchise, Godzilla, uh, and Game of Thrones. Uh, he's going to be playing some character named Roderick Burgess. So, uh, Joey, how do you feel about this cast shaping up for a Sandman TV show that I never thought would ever happen? <laughs> God, they've been talking about this and uh, or a movie for what, like 20 years? Yes. Yeah, longer than that? Yeah. I want to say longer than that. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> this has not been a good uh, good week so far for me for news stories. Yeah, it's it's just not my thing. I don't read uh, comics to be like hoity-toity and uh, introspective and, and like deep. Uh, I like like superhero comics, so I was never into Sandman. I know a lot of people really love it. Not my thing. I'm sure it's well done. Not my thing. And uh, I'm sure a lot of girls in black lace dresses are really excited about this casting. Jesus Christ. All right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about the Sandman cast coming together? Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I'm not saying we're not going to watch it for the show. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's not a property I'm excited about. Yeah, it, it's nothing that I was, like, dying for news on. So I, mm. I don't really care. Right. Gotta be honest. All right. I'll just cross that off the list. Uh, I have never read the books. Uh, I just waited patiently for the movie slash TV show to come out. So um, I know they're going to be remixing a story. So instead of getting up on the books like I'm doing with Invincible, I'm just going to wait for the show. But uh, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Neil Gaiman is a dope writer. 
All right. So uh, in other news that uh, Joey isn't going to care about, uh, there is a sequel to Cloverfield happening. It was announced that uh, writer Joe Barton is going to be writing a official sequel to the original Cloverfield movie. Uh, Joe Barton is the guy that's taken over the uh, Batman TV show, the one that's all about the uh, Gotham City Police Department. So so it's kind of weird that, you know, he's he's working with Matt Reeves or he's doing a TV show. And Matt Reeves is doing a movie, but now he's writing a sequel to a movie that Matt Reeves originally directed. It's very, they're very connected to each other. But uh, I love Cloverfields, one of my favorite movies. This one is not going to be found footage, but uh, this one is going to be an actual sequel, not a spiritual sequel like 10 Cloverfield Lane or a Cloverfield Paradox. So Aubrey, are you ready for more big monsters in the Cloverfield universe? No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I've ever watched any Cloverfield movies. If I have, I don't remember it. So I I really am not like dying to see anything that they have to to put out. It's it's just not my thing. Um, maybe I'll watch one. I know that there's a couple that are streaming right now for free. So like maybe I'll watch them one day when I'm folding clothes or something. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, uh Joey. <laughs> I barely remember the first one at this point. I remember seeing it in the movie theater. I remember liking it. I remember buying it on DVD and watching it a few times and and still liking it. So, yeah, I mean, I I'm all in for like another cool monster movie. I don't know is this going to be a found footage movie or just no. <laughs> no, not a found footage movie. Well, that makes it a little more exciting. So we'll we'll see. I don't know. It, that was kind of the hook for the first one. So now it just becomes kind of a ripoff Godzilla movie, I guess. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't be worse than uh, the last one that was on Netflix. So I like that one too. That's just me. <laughs> All right. So then um, we talked about the uh, sequel to Tomb Raider before. Um, believe it or not, it actually is still going to happen. But now we have a new writer and director that's going to be taking the reins. Uh, Misha Green who you might be familiar with her work on Lovecraft Country, uh, she will be writing and directing Tomb Raider 2. And yes, Alicia Van Kander will be back. Calm down, everyone. She, she's returning. I haven't f- finished all of Lovecraft. I know that there's definitely some scenes in there where they go, they actually go tomb raiding. They actually go like um, inside of a tomb to like look for uh, clues and shit. So this is actually like a perfect fit. I think this is going to be awesome. Uh, I'm psyched for it. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about, well, I know how you feel about Alicia Van Kander, but how do you feel about Tomb Raider 2 <laughs> being written and directed by Misha Green? Um, that's that's fine with me. I have not watched all of Lovecraft Country either, but I've heard good things from people who have finished it. So that that's a good sign. Nobody's like, oh, man, that ending was terrible or anything like that. So that lets me know that. Thankfully, the show like kind of at least stuck the landing. So that's a good sign for creative. Uh, the first Tomb Raider is very blah. Yep. <laughs> I, I barely remember anything about it other than being madly in love with Alicia Vikander in a tank top. So that's uh, if it, honestly, my my bar is very low for Tomb Raider 2. If you can give me some more sweaty Alicia Vikander, I'm happy. So <laughs> done and done. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Aubrey. How do you feel about Tomb Raider 2 coming with a, a female as the writer and director? 
Uh, maybe it'll be less annoying because it'll make a little bit more practical sense. Like she won't be, you won't have to listen to her grunting as she's trying to like fix her arm for a good while. Uh, so I have high hopes. Hopefully it won't be disappointing, but I mean, the last one was pretty much just not for my, it was not targeted towards me. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. So this one could be a lot more, I don't know. I feel like this one could be a lot more unique. It, uh, like I never played the games. I'm only familiar with the original Angelina Jolie movies, you know? So I guess, I guess it could be cool, but you put a, a smart, intelligent filmmaker in charge of it. And now you have my interest. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. All right. So then in the last bit of big news, Ryan Coogler, uh, he has a development team and they actually just signed a five year television deal with Disney. Uh, and so they're going to be producing some new TV shows. I'm assuming most of them are going to be for Disney Plus, but one of them is going to be based on the Kingdom of Wakanda. So I had to wipe tears away from my eyes when I read this article because I am like, it's something that's so obvious. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. A TV show based in a series of, or based in the world of Wakanda on Disney Plus. It seems like a no-brainer. Um, Joey, how do you feel about? Ryan Coogler dipping himself into the uh, TV landscape. Uh, should be awesome. Yeah, I mean, has he even made anything bad? Not yet. He's uh, three for three in the movie wise. <laughs> oh God! Well then. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like curse him all of a sudden. But yeah, um, he's a phenomenal filmmaker. Creed was awesome. Obviously, Black Panther was awesome. And my only concern is I'd love to see him do something else in the MCU. That's not Wakanda, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but otherwise, I mean, who would want to step into those shoes also and be like, yeah, I can do this just as good as him. Cause he did, he like knocked it out of the park. So it's, it's a tough call, but I'd love to see him do something else. I'd love to see him make a night thrasher TV show, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. So I'm really curious to see what they do with black Panther two. And then I guess this would eventually spin out of that as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard to be like upset or have really any hot take on here's more of something awesome. (laughs) Give it to me. Put it in my veins. Awesome. Yeah. If you're having second thoughts about getting rid of your Disney Plus, uh, now is not the time. Keep that keep that machine going. Um, Aubrey, how about you? How do you feel about Ryan Coogler making a bunch of TV shows, including the world of Wakanda? I think it'll be really cool. I hope that they kind of dive into the X-Men part of it because I really do love Storm. Um, so any chance I get to see her in anything is is really exciting for me. But I'll still like it regardless because I think that Wakanda is super interesting. And the technology advances that they have in Wakanda, especially um, with Shuri running those, I think it's really important for young girls to see because they don't really it's hard to go into the technology field as a female and i think that that's a really inspiring role mm-hmm. so yeah and there's plenty of comic books that delve into the different aspects of wakanda so there's plenty of um things that they can choose from to make a show on uh i just want it tomorrow i want it right away right away uh all right so that's it for like the big news a couple of hot takes i wanted to get you guys uh your opinions on real quick. Uh, we <laughs> we talked about the Snyder Cut enough on this show. I feel like 
but we did get an official date uh, for anyone who's wondering who didn't know. Snyder Cut is being released March 18th. Uh, so that's next month. Uh, Joey, how does that calendar look now, dude? Looks good. I added it to the list. So we, we're looking great for March and April. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, Snyder Cut, uh, March 18th. Um, so, and what did you guys think of? There was a leak this week on the title of the new Matrix movie. I wanted to get you guys' opinions on it. Supposedly, allegedly, the name of the next Matrix movie is Matrix Resurrections. Aubrey, how do you feel about that title? LOL. <laughs> like, how, how many movie franchises are going to use that as their name, as their title? It's <laughs> it's old. Get a new title. All right. Joey, what about you, man? Um, I don't have a problem with it. It fits with the R motif of all the sequels. Yep. Uh, Reloaded, Revolutions, Resurrection fits. Uh, I'm more, I mean, you could call the movie matrix poopy butt face and I wouldn't care as long as the movie's awesome. If the movie sucks, like I'm really going to be disappointed because I feel like they've had what almost 20 years to get this right now. (laughs) We're, we're still waiting for a really good matrix sequel. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm more concerned about the content of the movie than the title. Dude, If this movie is good, I'm going to be dumbfounded. Like there is no way this movie is going to be good, but, uh, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. Oh, my God. All right. So then in the last bit of uh, hot take news, uh, it looks like we're going to be getting a reboot of, a, I guess, a classic TV show from my childhood. Uh, Buck Rogers looks like it's going to be coming back. And George Clooney is set to produce it and possibly star in it. Uh, so what do you guys think of George Clooney as Buck Rogers or bringing back the Buck Rogers TV show? Let's go back to Joey. <laughs> I used to watch that when I was a kid in the year 1987. NASA has launched all space probes. <laughs> the futuristic year of 1987. Um, yeah, I used to watch that as a kid and I had some of the toys. So yeah, I don't remember much about it. I remember liking it enough to watch it, but it certainly wasn't this huge thing where I'm like, oh, my God, yes, Buck Rogers is back. So, yeah, I mean, I'd check it out. Sci-fi. I'll, I'll give anything a shot. But, you know, there's not this huge groundswell for me to see it. I'm sure Aubrey doesn't even know what it is. So. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Aubrey, you're not familiar with Buck Rogers <laughs> no, at no. all? No, no, not at all. I have no idea what it is, what it's all about. Uh, I know it's based on like a really old like comic book or comic strip, kind of like in a flash, the vein of Flash Gordon. I also watched the TV show as a kid, but it was before there was like you know cable or vcr so like when that show went away my brain just like moved over to other things like i never went back to revisit it so i know when i was a kid it was the shit i couldn't tell you anything about that show right now other than there was a robot named twiggy and uh aaron gray was really hot and aaron Aaron gray in a tight white uh spacesuit (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh so yeah so that's it that's it for the news for this week all right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with our review of Psycho Goreman. Have you ever wondered what scotch will make your palate feel like it's just gone on a majestic journey through the highlands? If LeBron will ever win another ring, or if the Leafs will ever win another Stanley Cup? Mike, if they tune in to Scotch and Sports, they're going to find all that out and more. They're going to find out what's souring our scotch, what our next scotch on the shelf is, and our On the Rock segment where we debate two topics. 
you just met Mike. I'm Gertie. We've got Sads coming up. And we may be drinking scotch, but our biased opinions don't change no matter how much we've had. And we have quite a bit. We'll even answer viewer questions, so send them in. And if you don't like the answer, well, we'll just have to have another scotch and we can still all be friends. We even talk a little, or a lot, of pop culture. Where else can you find hot takes on WandaVision, NFL analysis, and the fact that the Leafs will in fact win the Stanley Cup this year? Answer, scotch and sports. All right, and we are back. All right, guys, we all had a chance. Check out the movie Psycho Goreman. This is a brand new horror slash comedy slash uh, many different types of genres movie that came out uh, on video on demand. Uh, I saw the trailer, looked awesome. I said, we have to check this out. And uh, yeah, we we definitely did. So <laughs> Aubrey, tell us what Psycho Goreman is all about. Uh, <laughs> intergalactic assassins converge on a small town after two siblings unwittingly resurrect an ancient alien overlord. All right. And this was directed by Stephen Kostansky, who you may have seen did The Void. Uh, I'm pretty sure, Aubrey, you never watched that. Mark Hellett, did you ever watch that? Uh, no, I saw the trailer and it freaked the fuck out of me. <laughs> so oh, like, it's good. Oh, it's good. actually really good. <laughs> it was too scary for you, huh? The the trailer let me know that I was going to be getting into something like serious. So and I, I just wasn't prepared for it. Although I do, I do. <laughs> I do own a copy of Manborg, believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> like, like, how the fuck did this get in my DVD collection? But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that was just the icing on the cake for me because I really liked The Void, even though it was gross. So <laughs> let's get into it then. We're going to do some non-spoiler to start. Then Markellis will play the drop and we'll spoil Psycho Goreman. As I said, we had all a chance to watch it. So let's get some impressions. Aubrey, what did you think of Psycho Goreman? Um... It was a movie. <laughs> Mark Ellis, how about you? Um, this movie has very conflicting. It, it brings up very conflicting emotions out of me. Uh, but I will say that it's it's a stupid movie, but it knows what it is. And that kind of makes it excellent, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Ari, what do you think that I thought of Psycho Goreman? I think that this movie was made for you. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think that I thought of Psycho Goreman? After 15 minutes of watching this movie, I'm like, if if a E thought in a Patriots jersey pops up, I will know this movie is directed by Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hated it. (laughs) That's bullshit. No, this movie was amazing, and I loved every second of it. I wish it was five hours long so I could just watch it nonstop. It was so good. It was so funny. It had great, hilarious uh, practical special effects. It had great comedy. Dude, I fucking loved this movie. From the second this movie started, I'm like, this movie fucking rules. Until the second the credits ended, I was like, this movie fucking rules. This movie had come out six weeks ago. It's my number one movie of 2020, and I'm not even joking. (laughs) I I can totally see that. 
Uh, there's no way in hell it's not on the top five this year of 2021, even one month in. So it, it, I, I fucking loved this movie so much. And I know that nobody knows what this movie is, so it's going to tank our download numbers this week. But I'm hoping that people will listen and check this movie out because it's fucking awesome. Any non-spoiler uh, thoughts, my friends, before we jump into spoilers? Um, no. <laughs> I I will say it's it is really funny, but it's one of those things like you have to. I definitely want to recommend it, but I'm going to say if you're not on board like 15 minutes into it, then you probably are not going to be on board for the rest of it. But it is definitely one of the more entertaining things that I've seen recently. All right, well then let's drop the drop and let's spoil Psycho Goreman. Spoiler alert, I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, let's start with things we liked. Marcellus, what are some things you liked about Psycho Goreman? I will admit there are some jokes in here that are fucking hysterical. Like, I laughed so hard when, uh, when he lifted the kid up when uh, when... The daughter, when the, the the sister and the brother go into the warehouse, and they run into him, and he like, kind of lifts the brother up and spins him around, and then the little brother like backs into the creature that he like he was torturing, <laughs> and spills him over, and there's like blood all over the place, and and Psycho Gorman's like, oh my masterpiece, and then you cut to the uh, the guy who's like his body is just splattered all over the ground pieces everywhere and but all you see is the mouth moving and the mouth is like thank you (laughs) (laughs) that and almost every scene with the dad the dad was my favorite character in the whole movie there was a part where (laughs) there's a part where he's sitting on a couch and the wife is like will you please get up and do something you are so lazy and he jumps up and is like don't you ever say that to me (laughs) or something to the effect of why did you say Why'd you call me lazy? My parents used that. My teacher used that. I never thought you would be the one to use it. <laughs> I had to pause the movie. I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. So yeah, I loved when the dad was like, he's like, dad, our monsters real. And he's like, well, son, <laughs> some people say that humans are the real monster. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when the mom looks outside and she sees her kids with this giant purple monster and she freaks out, she runs outside with a baseball bat. Get away from my kids. She swings and a bat like smashes against the creature. And then the dad comes outside. And I'm like, oh, he's about to get into it, too. And he comes outside. and He's like, oh, no, my lucky bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The guy that played the father was absolutely the best. So he like highlighted this movie for me. Um. So yeah, things I like. I love the father. I love the just ridiculousness of it. It takes a while to like get into it. But once I was in, I was really in. I actually watched it twice and I laughed way harder. Yes. <laughs> I laughed way harder the second time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said the, the, the part where the two cops show up at the playground and he turns one of the cops into like this deformed like creature. And then they cut, and, and the creature's name is Vince. And then they cut back to the police station, and you see them like cutting a birthday cake for Vince. <laughs> like he's, he's not coming back, but they're like eating this cake. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, I'm done. Okay, all right. So you like that? It was funny. 
Yes, it's actually fucking hilarious. Once you, it's like a frequency. If you're tuned into the frequency, it's hysterical. But you just have to be aware of it. I thought it was going to be like a quote unquote movie. 15 minutes into it, like once they started performing a rock song for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Oh, psycho gourmet on drums. <laughs> Right, right, right. Once they once like the band formed, I'm like, oh, it's one of those movies. Like this isn't gonna make sense at all. Just throw all logic out of the fucking window and just enjoy it for what it was. Um, and once I did that, I just I was in, in tears in some of these scenes. <laughs> all right, Aubrey, is there anything you liked about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I really did like the cast. Um, I thought that the cast was good. There wasn't a single person that was in this movie that did a horrible job acting. I think that they all did really good given what the movie was about and everything. Um, so I did really enjoy that. And I want to be the person <laughs> that can like just enjoy the movie for what it is, but I'm just not that person. <laughs> it's one of my flaws. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, like obviously I absolutely loved this movie. Um, it's a, it's a fucking love letter to 80s movies like uh, Goonies and Monster Squad and Trauma movies and <laughs> Power Rangers, uh, Sentai type stuff and extreme gore. <laughs> and it just has such a great sense of humor. I loved when they turned their friend into a brain with tentacle arms. And then that's just what he is for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Do you think I'll ever be normal again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no. And then he just skitters off. <laughs> I just love it. Love it. I loved the uh, ongoing joke about <laughs> hunky boys. <laughs> Just, oh god uh yeah i thought the movie was hilarious the uh practical effects are really fun and goofy i loved that brain monster that was like a, a brain in a jar yep yep <laughs> it was on the alien planet um yeah and it was just crazy it was just absolutely nuts i loved god we're, we're in spoilers so i loved the end of the movie where the Mimi is like, hey, you know, you can have your stone back. Just don't hurt my family. And the father's like, well, and everyone else in the world. And she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Then, like later on, they're like a giant naked purple man is killing everyone. (laughs) 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 Get awesome. Oh, and I love I thought the. The girl that played Mimi did a fucking fantastic job. I thought she was hilarious throughout the whole fucking movie. I thought all the actors actually did a really good job. I just thought it was great. Great, great, great movie. Um, but like Mark says, it's a lot like uh, VFW was last year. Like if you're not feeling the vibe of this within 10 to 15 minutes of turning it on, you are going to hate this movie. <laughs> yep. So, yep. For me, I loved the vibe of it right off the bat. So I was like, this is amazing. Um but, I, you know, Aubrey, I'm sure you weren't feeling it to start and it never got better for you. No, it definitely didn't. I mean, I I liked the, the cheesiness of it and how it was kind of like 90s Power Rangers and stuff. But it was just it was hard for me to get into it as a movie. Maybe if it was a TV show, I might have enjoyed it a little bit more because it would have been in shorter doses. But with it being movie length, it was really hard for me to keep 
my concentration on the nonsense of it. Understood. Um, I loved the music in it, especially the end. There was a like metal song about Psycho Goreman that played, and then we had an end credit scene with their friend who's now a brain eating salad. <laughs> Which then segued into a rap song over the credits that describes the whole movie, which I thought was perfect. Uh, Marcellus, how do you feel about the rap song at the end? I'm not going to lie. I think you had mentioned it before that there was a rap song at the end of it. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. But then once it started, I'm like, they are like they are fully committing to this like 80s slash 90s vibe. Like that song was perfect. It was perfect. I actually really liked it. Uh, Aubrey, were you, did you even like the rap song at all or anything? <laughs> um, I mean, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like something I really want to like more than I do, but it, I, I think I would have enjoyed it if it was a show, but since it's a movie, everything just got kind of meh. It lost its funniness to me. Aww. Well... Um, was there anything you didn't like about the movie, Mark Ellis? Well, it's kind of unfair to say I didn't like Mimi all the time. Like Mimi is annoying as hell, but she's supposed to be. So she did a really good job, I guess. But yeah, there were some scenes where she was definitely annoying. And then something else that, uh, was, so we're watching a movie, you know, and we're probably like, I don't know, maybe like 15 minutes in and it gets to the the council of the puppets or the, the people who look like they're in a Power Rangers. And, um, you know, the the main uh, villain like pulls a human out. Uh, just like, uh, let me get an Earthling. So she pulls a, a, an Earthling into the spaceship and it was a black woman. I'm like, oh, all right, finally, we got a black character in here. And then she dies <laughs> like three <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But it's only because that she was the villain was going to portray her um, to, at the end of the movie. So she does come back. But that, for like, f- as soon as that happened, I was like, fuck this movie. <laughs> Turn this shit off. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like it's it's so fucking stupid, but it's it knows that it's stupid and it does a good job being entertaining while being stupid. Um and that being said, I thought the the little hairline of a plot that they did have in there, it was actually kind of cool. It's not much, but a little bit that, that's there. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what didn't you like about this movie? <laughs> the I mean, floor is yours. <laughs> it, it is a stupid movie, and it knows it's a stupid movie, so I don't hate it for that. It actually makes me hate it a little bit less because they're – Like, Beckman was stupid, and they weren't aware that it was stupid. Like, they were full-on invested in making that movie be awesome. But this was a joke, and they knew it was a joke, so I kind of respect it for that. I wish that it was a TV series, so I could have enjoyed it. Being a movie makes it really hard for me to watch the whole thing being nonsense. So that that was not—I didn't enjoy that part. But there's nothing that I hate, hate about this movie because, again, like they do recognize that it's a stupid movie. So I can't hate it for that. Why do you always get Beckman? Gotta... I hated. <laughs> I was going to say, why you got to always bring up Beckman? Why you got to dog on my movie <laughs> Beckman every time? Is it, It's the perfect example <laughs> that I have at the moment. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I didn't hate anything about the movie. <laughs> so honestly, I was in love with this movie the entire time I was watching it. I, I don't have a single thing I disliked about this movie other than that it ended. And who knows if we'll ever get a sequel. <laughs> oh, probably not. Probably not. Sadly, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the one thing I didn't like about it was that it ended. Um, I thought this movie was hilarious. I thought it was great. This is everything I want in a movie. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. I have nothing to complain about in this movie. So. <laughs> I really want to be the person that enjoys movies like that. I really do. I want like I want to be the person that likes shows like Rick and Morty, but I'm just not uh, that person. I don't really like Rick and Morty either, so. Yeah. I'm just I like South Park. That's humor that's um about everyday life. <laughs> and <laughs> like that. I can't enjoy like we know we're stupid, so we're just going to do outrageous things. Now, I don't know. The movie it did kind of remind me of and not to say that it's the same thing, but it did kind of remind me of Family Guy, where it's just like we're gonna throw jokes at the wall, and you know, either you're gonna be with it or you're not gonna be with it. Like I don't watch Family Guy because it doesn't really work all the time, but I will admit sometimes some of those jokes are kind of funny, um, and that's how I felt about this one—just kind of random silliness. Like why was why was Psycho Gorman dressed as Alan from Jurassic Park? <laughs> yeah, I am. Why not? I'm definitely. <laughs> not one of those random silliness people I've never liked Family Guy every now and then there's a joke that'll make me laugh but the show as a whole I hate it Mm -hmm. yeah I'm kind of in the same way but this movie kind of reminded me of that attempt at humor and uh, yeah a lot of it connected to me once I got into the frequency of it All right. well I guess the only thing left to do is to give it a score 0 to 5 with 5 being the best and 0 being the worst Aubrey what do you have for Psycho Goreman I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> I didn't completely hate it, but it's it's really just not made for me. All right. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, my original score was a four. Yeah, I'm going to keep it as a four. But it, it's the more I think about it, and like I said, I watched it a couple of times, the better I think the movie is. So a four, when we get to the end of the year, it might be a 4.5. All right. All right. Well, I am giving this a five out of five. Uh, I absolutely fucking loved this movie. Uh, between the practical effects, the goofy sense of humor, the script, the acting, the special effects, everything. This was like a movie someone cut my brain out of my head and put it on <laughs> a machine and had it write a script. Um, because it was like made for me. This movie is fucking awesome and it's hilarious. And I cannot cannot stress if you are even slightly thinking about watching it please go ahead and grab it on uh, itunes or youtube or any of the streaming services that you may have access to um because it deserves to make money this is a really fucking awesome fun movie and i really enjoyed it so hopefully well i'm sure we'll get more movies from this director but i'd love for there to be a psycho Goreman too so <laughs> I have a feeling we won't get one, but sadly, um, I loved it. I just, I loved this movie five out of five for me. I would expect to hear about it more in the end of the year when we're doing our best of the year list. So, and I pre-ordered the Blu-ray on Amazon immediately after the movie ended. So did they give you a date for when it comes out? No, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even care as long as I have it. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So that's it. That's Psycho Goreman. Maybe you'll check it out. Maybe you won't. Maybe you like it. Maybe you won't. If you do check it out, let us know what you think. We'll wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? Um, I watched this movie called I Kill Giants. Um, <laughs> I want to say that we actually reviewed the trailer for it, but I can't yes, remember. a long time ago. Yeah, the movie is actually a lot different than what you would expect it to be. <laughs> I read the comic, so I know exactly what it is. But Yeah. So um, I really liked it. I thought it was re- a really good movie. So I recommend everybody watch that. It was on, what did I watch it on? I think it was on Hulu at one point. Yeah, I think it's still on Hulu. That might have been what I watched it on. Awesome. We're going back before, back and forth between Hulu and HBO Max uh, lately. So I'm not sure what is on what, but yeah, and it's really good. Awesome. All right, Mark Ellis, how about you? You know, every time I see the ad for that movie, I always think, oh, yeah, we were supposed to review that on the show <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> eh, whatever. We'll get around to it. Um, so, yeah, speaking of Hulu, I want to recommend a couple of movies from Hulu also. Uh, there's a movie called In and of Itself, which is not something that we would normally cover on the show. And it's really it's really tough to describe. It's kind of like a one man show play. The filmed version of it uh, is just a, pretty much a guy on stage talking, telling his life story. But it has funny, it has uh, comedy, it has uh, dramatic scenes, uh, some heartfelt scenes. Uh, the other piece of this puzzle is that he's uh, a magician or an illusionist. So that kind of factors into the storytelling. And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. One of the best things I've seen in a long time. That's on Hulu. Uh, one of my favorite movies from last year, Palm Springs, still on Hulu, but now it has a commentary track. So if you're like me, big DVD buff, and like listening to the commentary tracks, you don't have to buy the DVD. They have it on Hulu. So Palm Springs commentary track, and also One Night in Miami, today being the first day of Black History Month. This is an excellent, excellent, excellent movie that fits perfectly within Black History. It's Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke and Jim Brown, uh, one night they meet up in Miami and discuss their kind of place in the the civil rights movement. Uh, if I had not been as lazy as uh, as the father in a uh, Psycho Goreman, I would have watched this movie last year, and this would have made my top five of the year. It's excellent. It's on Hulu, and it's called One Night in Miami. So definitely check out those three things. All right. Well, I will let you know to check out SoWizardPodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search SoWizardPodcast. There's hours of free exclusive content on there. Adam's been dropping some interviews and trailer reactions, so check that out. We've got our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash so is your podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast. There is uh, some cool stuff coming up this month on the Patreon. Me and Adam's video Star Wars podcast will be discussing the first book in the Star Wars High Republic. Then uh, we will be ranking all the Fox X-Men movies for our exclusive podcast episode. And there's much more. So check it out at patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. I will recommend that you watch Psycho Goreman. 
because it's amazing. And I will also recommend that uh, you check out uh, Attack on Titan, which is back uh, for season four. I talked about it a little bit on Patreon for my Just Joey mini-sode last week, but it is uh, it's just getting better and better and better. We just had a beloved character die on the show, so it's uh, been a crazy week on Twitter. But yeah, uh, finally picking up after the first four or five episodes had to really set the stage with a huge time jump, and now it's just been absolutely nuts for three weeks. So love Attack on Titan. Check it out. But that, my friends, is going to do it for episode number 339 of the So Wizard podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all hunky boys, Aubrey Litchfield. <laughs> if only that was true. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Everybody have yourself a good week and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week when we discuss Space Sweepers on Netflix. Good journey. <laughs>